The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Do you think they knew? In 1900, when that team then called the Oklahoma Rough Riders, sat on that train headed south, peering out over the plains of the Wild West. And when they crossed that river, do you think they knew? That what those young men gave birth to that day would become the greatest single game in American sports. Today, for the 109th time, it's OU Texas, the Cotton Bowl, a 92,000-seat cauldron of history and tradition and passion and intensity and pride. Do you think they know? At 11 a.m., when they peer down that long, dark tunnel and begin their walk as a band of brothers toward a game, a setting they've always dreamed of, that what awaits them is nothing like they or any college football player anywhere has ever seen or experienced. Crimson, burn orange, boomer sooner, hook'em horns, corn dogs, ferris wheels, a giant cow, runaway ponies, and the ghosts of all the greats who have become legends in this stadium, in this game, on this October day. Under center is Chris Sims. One back behind him. Sooner showing blitz. Sims may be changing the play. Gets the exchange, retreats in the end zone. And the ball! A touchdown, Oklahoma! Jenny Lyman on the interception as Sims was hit. The ball went in the air. Roy Williams. Roy Williams won the first. Roy Williams busted in. How about that? Unbelievable. What we are about to witness is a work of art. For three and a half hours, the canvas is an old one. The colors are but two. The setting is a thing of beauty with a river running through it. And the artists, do you think they know? When it's over, when the battle is done, when this, the greatest rivalry of them all, has a conqueror, do you think they know who will hoist their flag high in the air and then plant it smack dab in the middle of history? It's just a game, they say. <laughs> they have no idea. Nash out of the gun with five receivers. Looks right, throws right, caught in OU territory at the 45. Ball is loose, taken away by Fleming. He's going to go. Oh, unlock the front door. Jamel Fleming has taken it to the house. The third defensive touchdown of the day. It's time 
for the Red River Showdown number 109. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Longhorns. Here we go. Live from the venerable Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, this is Sooner Football. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, October 4, Working Man Wednesday, OU Texas week halftime. Cheapest ticket right now, Teach, upper deck, $338 for Saturday. <laughs> Pre-fees on StubHub. Uh, it is a hot ticket. It will not be a hot day, though. High of 73 and sunny right now I'm for Saturday. And I'm still not believing it. Um yeah, we're going to wake up Saturday morning, and it's either going to be a lightning storm or a <laughs> right. thousand degrees. So I saw Jed yesterday put out uh, about the temps, and Damon Lane both saying that wind chills that morning in Dallas expected to be in the 40s. And I'm just not, wow. I can't believe that. In certain parts of Oklahoma Saturday, it's the 30s and 40s. Is so. it supposed to be windy during the game? I don't think so. I think what I've seen, like okay. 10 to 15, like nothing, like I mean, there's some breeze, but nothing major. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, all of them are saying like in the 40s, wind chill, low 50s, uh, wind chill in the 40s when we get there to the fair. I'm, I'm having trouble believing that. So I'll have to dress in layers, I guess. Liars! Layers! Put on some layers! Uh, yeah, this says wind 5 to 10 miles an hour, so, man. I mean, if it is sunny, 73 is going to feel like at least 85, but it'll still be tremendous. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. By the way, I had uh, Danny send me, uh, a listener named Danny, send me pictures yesterday. Maybe he put it on Twitter. No, I think he just texted them to me. He was having some cornbread sausage bombs at the Texas State Fair yesterday. <laughs> Based on the recommendation from our show. Right. He said they were great. They had too many jalapenos in them for his liking, Ooh. which there is no such thing Not in my you. books. Not for you. You'll go to the hospital for a good jalapeno. That's exactly right. So uh, thank you, Danny. Again, yeah, you get the, uh, what was the other one? The uh, Cheerios. Yeah. Anybody who gets the cornbread sausage bombs or the Cheerios uh, this weekend, please share with us on social media. Um, don't forget, we are uh, giving away to one of our listeners this year's OU Texas spotter boards, and we will put out a trivia question on Friday's show. And one one listener will win this year's OU Texas spotter boards. Never done this before. Going to have to listen to the show all week. Going to ask a very show-specific question on Friday morning. And uh, if you are listening at the right time, you're going to be able to get it. So uh, be tuned in. Obviously, it'll be a big show Friday down in Dallas. TJ and I will be down at the Omni downtown with the OU alumni. Uh, Porter Moser is going to join us live Friday. Rod Babers is back, TJ. Everybody loves it when Rod comes on with us. The day before OU Texas, he's going to join us. Uh, it's going to be a big show, and we'll throw out a trivia question at some point on Friday morning for those uh, this year's OU Texas spotter boards. So be listening. For I that. would have no chance if it requires listening to the show. Yeah, I get uh, asked questions immediately following the show, and I'm like, nah, I don't think we talked about that, but maybe. So, <laughs> here's a little behind the curtain. What is uh, 
what is it Plank always says? We're going to break down break the fourth down the, wall. Yeah. So you know those promos that we run throughout the day of uh, little clips from our different shows. If there's something that was funny or that TJ and I liked, we will, after the show, text Drake and say, hey, this might be a pretty good promo. So after the show, like a couple hours after the show yesterday, I texted TJ and Drake, and I was like, something happened today. I can't remember what it was, but I remember we <laughs> laughed really hard. And TJ said, yeah, I can't remember either, but it was good. And Drake said something like, 50's hitting y'all hard, huh? Like, it's our show. It was hilarious, and we can't remember what it was. Yeah, and when you texted, I was sitting Two there Two hours like, after the show. There was something promo-worthy today, and I'm sitting there thinking that you finally thought about it and what it was. But, yeah, it was immediately following the show, and I'm like, I've got no clue. I know there was something. I said, I even thought at the time, hey, that'll be the good promo for Drake today. I'll let him know. And then after the show, I'm like, I don't even remember what it was. I'll be honest. I didn't remember it. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, dude, that was hilarious this morning when you guys were talking about this. And I was like, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> we're so we live inside the brilliance. How are we supposed to remember that's it? That's right. That's yeah. exactly what you're that's exactly right. Okay. What else do we need to tell folks about our coverage of OU Texas, TJ? Uh, as Toby said, we'll start out on uh, Friday morning at the Omni downtown Dallas. That's 555 South Lamar Street there in downtown Dallas. Uh, we'll do our show. I'll hang around during Plank's show, kind of do some uh, hop-ins with Plank. As Plank is going from therapy to go, 9 to noon. That's 1600 West Broadway in Ardmore. You can drive through there. It's a drive-through liquor store. Chris will be sitting in the, th- <laughs> in the drive-through. One of those covered, like, kind of a... Uh, uh, what do they call those beer barns or whatever? I think that's kind of what it is. That's anyway. That's how I have it envisioned. It hey, may not be at all. You can't open it, folks, so, uh, while you're in the car. No, okay? no, don't no, be yeah. driving and stuff. Just grab it for your hotel or your pregame parties, whatever you're doing. Uh, so Plank will be at Therapy to go from nine to noon. Steely will be at Riverwind on Friday from noon to two. But Parker will be back at the Omni Hotel um, from twelve to three as he does uh, the Stillman and Thune at Noon show and then goes into Locked In with Tyler. They'll do Locked In from the Omni 2 to 3, and then Teddy will join Tyler from 3 to 6, finish things off at the Omni. As I said, that's at 555 South Lamar Street. And then, uh, obviously, pregame coverage before with you guys from the booth. Toby, Teddy, Chris from the booth, 7 to 8. Tyler will go from the Omni 8 to 10. He'll be joined by uh, Mike here back in studio. And then uh, post-game coverage immediately. Uh, Steely. Who's Mike? Steely. So you're the only person I've I'm ever not, heard call him Mike. Drake does too. Like when Drake and I are talking about Steely, we'll say Mike. Like, hey, uh, did, you get, did you get with Mike on this or uh, Steel Man? It's the every Steel now Man. Then, every now and then we say Steely. Like when uh, he uncle. walks in. When he walks in, some days I say, "What's up, Steely?" Or I will say, "Hey, what's up?" And don't Mike. say a name. And then some days it's like, "What's up, Mike?" So every time you say Mike, it takes I me know. a second to think, like, "Who I are know. you talking about?" So. Uh, I forgot Uncle will be on with us on Friday too. Uh, yeah. No, no better Uncle than than Friday before OU Texas Uncle usually. So yeah, and and Steely and uh, Josh will start post game coverage immediately after the game, and then Tyler and uh, Travis will make their way back to the Omni and uh, be on shortly after, as long as they get on the dart going the d- right direction this year. So I've been told the rallying cry, by the way, inside the OU locker room this week is win one for Lucky. So that's nice. I appreciate that. That'd be, actually, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Tip of the uh, yeah, we're doing this one for you this year, Luck. Lucky and so. uh, Mex sitting up in uh, 
Watch yep, that's above. right. That's right. Yeah. We're gonna have the big screen going up in in doggy heaven. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Boomers up there. Oh, poor Lucky. Mm, miss you, buddy. Hey, TJ, I'm gonna take a couple seconds to myself here. Okay. All right. It's okay. You know, you've handled this very well. So. All right. Uh, I'm back. All right. All right. He's always right there. He's always like he's always right here in the mornings. You know, he's right there. <sighs> Win one for Lucky. Okay, how much Texas have you watched this week or otherwise? Um, probably most of uh, several games. That makes sense. You're a big yeah. Texas guy, so you've probably seen. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've seen the Bama game. I watched uh, quite a bit of that Kansas game last week, so I've seen my fair share of them. Enough. That at 7.35 this morning, I would like for us to go position by position and give advantage. Who's got the edge, TJ? That's the game I want to play at 7.35, okay? For example, quarterback, who's got the edge? Don't say it yet, but we'll go around the horn. Can you do that? Can you participate in this? I think so. There will be some that uh, you may be more knowledgeable than, or we may neither one know well, uh, well I enough. I mean, so. that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a good laugh. Uh, okay, 735, we'll do that. And then the people will be waiting with bated breath for our analysis of this football game, TJ, because pretty much that's what people rely on us for, is our football knowledge. And so uh, 7.35 this morning. That's exactly what they depend We're always right. We're always right. So we will uh, we'll do that. Don't forget, Craig Way coming up 8.35. We'll take a break. Uh, 7.17 right now in the central time zone. You can, connect, uh, you can text us on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Back after this on a Wednesday. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. Bringing uh, clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. They just want everyone to have the opportunity and access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Medication provided could be compensated for your uh, time. A lot of area locations around, including coming soon to Ardmore. If you want more information, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby, now that you're 50, do you buy your Hoka's with Velcro instead of laces? That's uh, Jeff would like to know the answer to that. No, you know, I do love uh, the concept of a good slip-on. We've talked about that before on this show. But, uh, no, I, I got I to gotta have a nice, tight fit when I'm out there pounding the pavement, Teach. So, no, I still, I still use the shoestrings even at my advanced age. Good question, though. I thought, Alabama, uh, I thought beating Alabama erased everything that came before and gave you immunity for everything that comes after. It does. Hashtag yep. sugar you have bowl. That came immunity. in from Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you have immunity forever. Oh, but you're only allowed to talk about it for six months. That's it. That's the uh, time span. Good morning, fellas. Looks like my pick last week got left off of the mountain. Boomer. This is from right. Casey Sooner. He sent me a screenshot here. Let's Let me go see. down here. Uh, Casey Sooner, I have a no pick for week four. I have a 
date on that screenshot. Let me go back on his text here. He's, I think it says Bills. Born in the U.S. Yeah, he's already picked the Bills, so if that's the case. Uh, was last week the 22nd? Is that what the date no. was? No. No. 28th and 29th. 29th. So the 28th he picked. Let's see. Morning, TJ. My string of text got deleted. Can we figure it out? Um... 49ers on the 28th okay. at 633. There it is. Okay. It's a legal pick, you're telling me. Yeah. What's wrong? You seem quizzical about this. Well, this is the person that said, uh, can you look back and let me know who I picked? You know, oh, I, I picked two teams already. We kicked him out just yeah. based on that. Remember? So, and that's, yeah. So Okay. We'll put 49ers. him back on the mound to Casey sooner. Come on, man. One more win and the Rangers end it today. Also, Toby, did the Reds do yesterday? What, how did the Reds do yesterday? Coach T goes Sooners. I'd have read that wrong. I didn't realize that was Coach T. Um, I mean, what what was that about? It was a straight shot at you. That's what it was. We have – I've been good to Coach T. He called yesterday about uh, – would you buy him, a shirt? He sent me a picture of a, yeah. a shirt he was wearing that you got him from somewhere. I bought him a shirt Yeah, from somewhere. <laughs> I just saw the picture, and I don't, I don't even remember where it was from. But what he was like, was this that, is the Coach shirt Toby T? bought me. By the way, I don't have a pick from Coach T on the mountain last week. Good. You want to scroll back through his 20 uh, text messages and find his pick for oh me? Oh, my gosh. This guy texts so much. He'll text, like, sentences, and, like, it's like a string of sentences. October 3rd, there are so many texts here from him. I'm going to go back to the dates of. The 28th and 29th would have been the dates. Oh, this is a different person. I'm Coach, T, Coach T, that was rude. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm here. ashamed of you. Uh, Eagles on the 29th. Uh, oh, this is great. why I didn't get that pick, Coach T. He's out. He sent it at 5:28 in the morning. That didn't count. You're out, Coach. Sorry, it's outside Coach. the window. I love sorry. you, but sorry. Got to be between six and nine a.m. Everybody <laughs> knows this. All I hear right now is Texas this and Texas that. There's not even a second team in this game, it seems. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I don't mind that. John and Broken Arrow hears us talking. He's trying to send in his uh, pick now. Oh, my uh, God. Tomorrow. Uh, here's the thing, too, with this week, Is this people. on? Is this on? Thursday and Friday between 6 and 9 are the acceptable times, but I would prefer Thursday this week. It'll make it a lot easier on me, Toby, and Drake if you want to try to That's get right. them in tomorrow. So That's right. Friday's, Friday's going to be busy. I'll be at a remote location. Drake's got to get on the road to Dallas. So We'll I'll, take it. I'll take we it, would and prefer I'll figure Thursday. it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so TJ is saying we can't beat Texas. Got it. I'm not saying you can't beat Texas. That's what I mean, that was my takeaway as well. Yeah. <laughs> You guys read way too much into stuff. Uh, good morning, everybody. TJ, it wasn't your fault yesterday. Rangers win and going to close it out with a wild card series today with Avaldi going. Uh, ready to watch OU scrimmage tomorrow. Rome and Shawnee. Hey. Let's go. People, quit getting ahead of yourselves. Big game today. Lot on the line. They can close it out. Let's not act like this is done, though. Tampa Bay is a very capable team. Won That's a lot right. of games this year. Calm down, everyone. There'll be 20,000 strong in those stands. Not today, Satan! 20,000 strong. I see what you did there. OU is a better team right now than Bama was week two, no doubt. 
Uh, agree. I do agree with that statement. I think OU could beat Week 2 Alabama at Alabama. They were horrible. Were they I need horrible? To see, Go ahead. I need to see this Oklahoma defense against against a legitimate offense, high-powered offense, and I think Texas certainly has that. Yes. I think Oklahoma's defense is really the massive turnaround story of college football this year. I think. That's what it looks like so far. But I think I speak for a lot of people who are still kind of in that cautiously optimistic category of let's see them against Texas to make sure. If they come out and and still look like uh, you know the same defense on Saturday, I'm not saying they have to hold them to single digits or anything, but uh, then, yeah, I, I would agree that there's a massive advantage at quarterback for OU over Alabama in this hypothetical game we're playing out here, TJ. But whether they'd win in Tuscaloosa or not, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, and, and Bama wasn't good in that Week 2 matchup. My question was going to be, was Week 2 Alabama – Better than Cincinnati. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, let, they were. Uh, let, let, let's don't detract from Texas's win at Alabama. It was a great win. It was a very and good. And they win. played great, and they look tremendous so far this year. And they are a favorite for a reason. They've played a tougher schedule. They've got the better wins. Uh, that does not mean they win this game on Saturday. I think that Texas is not. I said this on that that Orange Bloods interview yesterday. If Texas is better than OU, they are not better enough that they could be sloppy and still win this game. And if Oklahoma is better than Texas, they are not better enough that they could be sloppy and win this game. The team that wins this game is going to have to play well. It's not a wide margin. Whoever is better, it is not a 49 nothing margin this year. It is a tight margin as to which team is better, which means this is this was probably going to the fourth. Well, I mean, we're probably going to have one of those where we're on the edge of our seats and puking in the aisles, Teach. That's I'll, what this feels like. I'll be like. shocked if it's not. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, good morning, guys. I'm bringing my two boys to the game this weekend. Is there any way I can listen to the game through the Varsity app without the delay? Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. No. 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 But uh, there's no way to listen to a streaming broadcast of anything anything without a delay. However, if you have an FM radio, or fair warning, you've got plenty of time here to go get a $20 radio at Walmart or CVS or whatever. They still make it. Little Walkman, little uh, transistor radio, yeah. You're going to see people all around you in the stands wearing these. Uh, You can listen to that. Without delay, we put out an FM signal from the booth for every road game. We'll tweet out what that frequency is on Saturday morning. It will not have a delay on it, and you can listen in real time. I'm really looking forward to the second half because I can go sit at the 40 on the orange side after the exodus begins. (laughs) This has become something, too, I've noticed this week with, one, the narrative is OU's always been terrible. Their history's terrible. Uh Last year is who they were. There's also seems to be this belief and both sides do empty out if it's not going well. Uh, last year, OU well, certainly uh, was last guilty year of it. Happened. Yeah, yeah, OU's yeah. guilty of it. But 
I'm seeing this thing nationally where a couple of podcasts I've seen clips get posted and reposted into my Twitter timeline and stuff that it's a belief that OU always leaves this game early and that it's empty over there every game, regardless of win or loss. And I'm like, <laughs> you guys colorblind? Are you getting the sides mixed up? What's going on in this bizarro world that's happening now? And suddenly the narrative is, well, Texas is one of the great historic programs in college football. I'll and clear this, this is who up. they are. I, I know where the confusion is here. I'll clear this up. Uh, that is false, okay? OU fans stay to the end. They are loyal. They are true. Where you're getting confused is you're thinking about TJ. TJ always leaves everything early to beat the traffic. Do not. So you hear us talk about that. You are such and you, a liar. You think a guy leaves OU one fans. concert. It's one just TJ. Concert. There's a very bad traffic uh, in the Cotton Bowl, so he's got to get out of there. You're early worse than though. that guy on Barstool. It's like a three and a half hour drive home, so he's just got to get you out. You and lies. Of it. Nobody listen to the thing this guy says. It's just lies. We got to take a break. Wednesday morning, October fourth, seven thirty-three. Who's got the edge? We'll talk about it next. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, big-time football talk coming your way now as we're going to figure out who has the advantage at each position in this game, TJ. I have in front of me, uh, for your help, you just tell me what you need. I have uh, the offenses, the defenses. I have the stats of both teams in front of me. So you just let me know if you need any statistical backup to help you decide anything here. So. You want to start with the quarterbacks? Let's start with the with the headliners here. Dylan Gabriel, Quinn Ewers, who's got the edge at quarterback, Teach? Interesting question for me. Would you like numbers or no? You go ahead and give the people the numbers if you would like. Quinn Ewers completing 66% of his passes, 10 touchdowns, one pick, 271 yards a game. He does have five rushing touchdowns. Dylan Gabriel completing 75% of his passes, 15 touchdowns, two picks, 319 yards a game. He has four rushing touchdowns. I think Dylan Gabriel is the better quarterback. I think Quinn Ewers is playing very good football this season. And he's got the edge in being on the field in this game before. So does that wash it? You can give a wash if that's I what you believe. I think that's a wash there. I think Dylan Gabriel's the better quarterback. But I think uh, having experienced this environment, and but I don't think Dylan's the type that's going to be overwhelmed by this. And he was there, obviously, last year. I mean, he's seen it. He's come through that tunnel. He was in the booth. He was, he was, um, he was there, though. I mean, he's experienced yeah. it, but he hasn't been on the field. So I think he's the better quarterback, though. But I don't know if it's enough to give him the edge with uh, Quinn Ewers having the experience in the game. You know what the interesting thing is? Like, both of their weaknesses are the same, too. Yes. Like, they both struggle they with both the deep ball deep at ball. times. Yeah. I don't think Quinn Ewers has a, a big arm. In fact, I think he floats the ball quite a bit. But, I mean, obviously, when you were ripping on uh, Dylan Gabriel earlier this week, that's what you said was his <laughs> issue, was too, was the ability on. to throw the deep yeah, ball. Yeah, that's what I was ripping on him. Um, so you're but, saying it, a wash at quarterback. I, I think it's a slight edge, Dylan, but I do think that experience factor of playing in this game may wash that out. Okay, so He's, you're saying you're saying it is not an edge for Dylan, or you're saying 
Slide Clarify. edge. I'm going, I'm going slide edge Dylan Gabriel. I still think he's better. Okay. So, right. yeah, I will get to that. the bottom of that. Yeah. Took me a long time to get there. Running backs. Are you not saying who you think has the edge here? No, I'm not. I, this is, uh, I want you to be completely. I'll tell you what, I will. I will. Let's go through all yours, and then I'll tell you if I disagree with any of them, okay? Okay. Running backs. Let's see. Running game in general. Texas running for 192 yards a game. The Jonathan Brooks coming off that 200-yard-plus game against Kansas. OU running for 157.5 a game. Who's got the advantage at running back? I'm going to say Texas has the advantage at running back. Uh, Brooks has had the type of uh, performances the last couple of weeks that OU has wanted someone to establish and have. So I'm going to give them slight edge. Wide receiver. That's Texas. Man, oh, man. <laughs> I, um, think, I think OU's got a very good receiving core, but I think uh, Texas uh, has two that um, I, I give Texas the advantage there with Mitchell If you are an NFL scout looking for a wide receiver, right. this is a great game. Uh, let's just look at the numbers here. You've already given Texas the advantage, <laughs> but let's look at the numbers here. Uh, Texas throwing for about 287 a game. Xavier Worthy, their leading receiver, 69 yards a game, three touchdowns. A.D. Mitchell, the Georgia transfers, got four touchdowns. He had a monster game last week against Kansas. They've also got Jordan Whittington. Jatavian Sanders is the unknown here. Big tight end, probably the second-best tight end of the country. Had a big game against OU last year. Rolled an ankle against KU. His status unknown. Of course, the Sooners have been outstanding at wide receivers so far this year with uh, Andrew Anthony and uh, Nick Anderson and Jaleel Farouk and Jaden Gibson and Drake Stoops, and Gavin Freeman, and now here comes Brennan Thompson. So you, uh, OU's numbers, um, 200 or 352 yards a game through the air. Anthony, 77 yards a game, one touchdown. Nick Anderson's got five touchdowns. Drake Stoops got four. Sticking with edge, Texas. Yeah, I think I love OU's depth. I've loved how they've used uh, several different guys that have stepped up big in different situations. But, um, yeah, I get, especially if Sanders does play and, and is healthy and is able to go between uh, Mitchell and Xavier Worthy and him, I, I, I give the edge to Texas. Offensive line, um, so there's two elements to this, obviously, a run run blocking and, and pass pro. OU has allowed four sacks on the year. Texas has allowed nine sacks on the year. The running numbers, though, on the other side of it, you know, Texas running the ball for 191 yards a game, OU 157. So who do you give the advantage at O-line? Mm. You know I'm terrible at this when it comes to uh, line play and stuff like that and determining who's better. Um, I've been told all week by some people that I saw that Texas is a better uh, offensive line, uh, okay. but I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say advantage OU. Based on based obstinance? on the fact that uh, yeah, I just want to just want to say that. All right, there you go. That's the kind of in depth breakdown you get here, folks. <laughs> just because. Just all right? because. Just deal with it. That's what he thinks. Okay. All right, defensive line. Uh, let me give you some numbers here. D-line. OU has 
nine sacks on the year. That's not the end-all, be-all, but that's the number. Texas, 13 sacks on the year. There's more than the D-line involved on getting sacks, but those are the numbers there. Uh, How about yards allowed rushing? Texas is giving up only 94 yards a game on the ground rushing. Oklahoma is giving up 105 on the ground a game. Advantage D-line, who you got? I say Wash. Wash. Ron Washington. No, that's not. Wash. Okay. All right. Linebackers. We got a couple of great ones in this game. Danny Stutzman for OU. Jalen Ford, middle linebacker for Texas, is outstanding. Uh, Who gets the advantage at linebacker? Uh, I'm going uh, Danny Stutzman and crew. Uh, I picked him for the Butkus at the beginning of the year. He has not let me down. He has played like a man possessed, and I'm going to give advantage Oklahoma. All right. I'm not picking against Danny Stutzman, so. Secondaries. Uh, Let me see here. Interception numbers. Obviously, OU's got eight of those. Texas has come up with six. Is it eight or ten for OU? It's it's ten, isn't it? OU has ten. OU's got ten interceptions. Texas, six. Uh, you got to throw in the opponent passing game there when you're talking about that. Oklahoma giving up about 212 yards a game through the air. Texas giving up about 196 a game through the air. Secondary, Washington, Gentry Williams, Billy Bowman, Reggie Pearson, Peyton Bowen. Their side, they've got Terrence Brooks, Jaron Thompson, Jalen Catalan will smack you right in the teeth. Who's got the advantage at secondary? I have loved what Oklahoma has done this year. I love what Gentry Williams has done and how he stepped up big, and I think he could possibly be one of the keys to this game Saturday. I think this is pretty close. I'm going to give slight edge to Oklahoma. Billy Bowman and Gentry Williams with what he's done this year and Reggie Pearson, you mentioned them all, Woody Washington, all of them, I'm going to give an edge to Oklahoma. Special teams. Uh, This encompasses quite a bit here we're talking you know kickers punters and return game their guy Burt Auburn is struggling right now Uh, our guy missed a kick last week but he is what five for six on the year I believe is that right or six for seven he's missed one five for six on the year then uh, OU's punter has struggled their guy's been pretty good you know the return game for Oklahoma. Who has the advantage in special teams? Um, I'm going to say slight edge, Texas. Because? Um, I have not been impressed with the kicking game with Oklahoma. So hmm. I'm just going. And you said they've struggled too, but I haven't. Like, You're, Are you talking about the punter? punter we missed a field goal last weekend so um yeah kicking game's terrible that, that so one that, field goal that has one field goal has me huh? been out of shape and i'm gonna say slide edge texas because of that um trying to be yep six of seven for oh yeah i was wrong six of seven nine of 14 for texas what is going okay on in this building today people are gonna give me a heart attack go ahead go ahead 
Do you want to do a coach edge or no? Um, how about we do this? How about instead of coach, we say intangibles. And that includes coaching. That includes the fact OU's going for revenge. That includes the fact Texas. Forget all that. Let's just keep it to players. Yeah. Okay, so we're done. Yeah. You have given OU the edge in four categories, Texas the edge in three, and you've got one category, D-line, a wash. Yeah, and one of their categories I gave them the edge in, I think they've got the elite guys at wide receiver, but Oklahoma's depth is better there. But I, I probably for what you're going to need in this game and playmakers, that's not to say that Nick Anderson or Gibson or one of them just not going to step up huge and make big plays. The depth's better there, but they've got the dudes. All right. We'll so. take a break. 749. I've got to think about what you've laid out here. I'll uh, I'll see if I disagree with anything on the other side. Back after this. Beat Texas Week on the Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. No cost or insurance needed to participate in one of their trial opportunities. I'm sorry, go ahead. Rapid roll in there. Uh, Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text about what trials they have available. 405-831-5905. The text line and the uh, celebrity you know, Chris I'm a country Joseph music guy. Line. I'm a country music guy right? through and through. But every once in a while, I just need a splash of Eminem. You know what I mean? I just feel it. Like I'm just, I know, but I'm just telling, I don't listen to Coolio. I know that song, but I'm just telling you, every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? Eight Mile. And like, I just need like two songs and then I'm back to country music. I may or may not have been flipping through the stations the other day and uh, may have been the guy driving down Robinson saying, Hi, my name is, hi, my name is. It's like once every three months. It's not a frequent occurrence. But, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, The text line and the super secret celebrity uh, Chris Joseph text line may have swung me to the edge. Oklahoma and special teams uh, uh, bringing up the Peyton Bowen blocking uh, angle. Oh, you um, forgot about that, huh? I did. I wasn't you thinking about that. You forgot that there also is blocked punts in special well, teams. Well, no, I, honestly, I wasn't. I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind. Uh, then uh, <laughs> Panda's getting after us here. Xavier Worthy muffs punt. Their field goal kicker is bleep. We have Farouk and G Freaky. Our punter sucks, but our field goal kicker is solid. So I might give sli- I might swing slight edge back because a few others of you have gotten on me you about special teams. Talked them out of it, folks. So they're right. Slight they're edge. right. You were Oklahoma. wrong. They're right. Uh, go All ahead. All right. So here's what I would respond this way: quarterback. I think I think you're accurate in that it's a it's a push. I think they're they're both good. I think Gabriel is a veteran, where Quinn is a second year guy, but Gabriel's never played in this game, and Quinn has. Their weaknesses are similar in the deep ball. Their stats are similar. I, I This is oversimplifying the game, but whichever quarterback has a better day Saturday, I think their team's got a great chance of winning. I think that's a wash. Running back, edge, Texas, you got that one right. Wide receiver, I think, is a wash, and I can't believe I'm saying that based on going into the year how we thought about these two. But they got a couple of dudes, like you mentioned, in Worthy and Mitchell, and Oklahoma has – a a very plethora. deep plethora, a veritable plethora. <laughs> They've got a deep multiplicity of styles at wide receiver that I think makes them very difficult to defend. 
from the little dudes to the deep ball threats to six foot six Jaden Gibson in the goal line. The difference here will be whether or not Sanders plays, in my opinion. If if Sanders plays, I think I give a slight edge Texas. If he doesn't, I think it's a wash. O line edge Texas, D line in my opinion edge Texas. Linebacker, I, I agree with you. As good as Jalen Ford is, I got to go with Stutzman. Secondary, I got Oklahoma. I think they've been outstanding, and none of these are by wide margins. Okay. Oh special yeah, teams. I agree with that. Yeah. One of the widest margins for me is special teams. I think Oklahoma has been by far the better special teams. I think people are making a lot out of punter, and punting has not been great, but they have had the better kicker. They've had the better return game. They blocked a couple of punts. Oklahoma so far has, in my opinion, by a significant margin, had the better special teams of the two. So I give OU the edge in three, Texas the edge in three, and I got two positions uh, a wash, which is right how I feel. I think these teams are... Even does does Texas confidence of forty nine nothing last year and all of OU's new guys who haven't been in this game before does that give them an advantage? That's my real question going in. That's my worry, I guess, going into this game. Eight o'clock next hour, we've got Craig Way live back after this. <laughs> 